0: Place for breaking news up
1: to date up to the minute what's going on in the world and
0: where news breaks
1: local news
0: matters this is the 550 ktsa morning news with trey ware it's yeah. always smart to know what's going on now on fm 1071 welcome to monday sweetheart oh no it's monday oh yeah, no, that's a that's the best day of the week baby we got a fresh set of downs. this is a first down and and very little to go morning 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 hi elaine how are you what why are you? You know you have to turn your mic on. I, people can't hear you unless the microphone is on. Just I, say first down? T- turn it toward you and talk into it. First there. down. First down. That's what right. What does that mean? That, well, okay, in football terms. Always got football, Taylor. That's right. It's uh, okay. We are going to talk about that. Okay, <sighs> we will cover the Taylor Swift story Enough. because she brought Blake Lively and Ryan Reynolds to the game yesterday to cheer on her lover. Travis Kelsey, as this is being said, we all know that this is a scam to make money, but, you know, whatever. Uh, I don't. I, 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 who's Blake Lively and Ryan Reynolds? Do you have any idea?
1: Yeah. Okay. She's an actress, and okay. so is he.
0: All right. Well, they were hanging with her at the game in her Daisy Dukes with her high heel boots. I, that's what they're saying here. Ew. <sighs> Daisy Dukes and high heel boots, as she was drinking the red, it looked like Big Red, probably had copious amounts of vodka in it. Is she a drinker? Do we know? Yeah. Is she? Yeah. Well, there you go. And she had big red and vodka. Apparently, Bam. <laughs> yeah,
1: I fear that um, after a while, the Chiefs are going to get tired of the um, focusing just on the box wherever Ooh, Taylor's and... Wait a
0: minute, no, the NFL's loving this. The, the NFL... NFL's loving oh, it. Oh my but god, the Chiefs are not going to like it because the ratings for the Chiefs games are yeah. like through the roof now. Anyway, more on that coming up. I thirty five was shut down southbound coming in this morning. Uh, you had to get off there at uh, O'Connor and go through a light, which I've never understood. They shut down the highway from Specs all the way to O'Connor. You got off at O'Connor, and you still had to cycle through the light. Why don't they just turn the light green and let you go on through like you're on the highway? So anyway, then you were able to get back on the highway. So you were in deep, deep trouble this morning in the middle of the night trying to get down I-35. It added an hour to my travel to get in, just that one section. So um, we'll follow it and see if they got all that cleared up and got it back open uh, right now. They're they're doing the work out there. And uh, the problem was, as you're driving along one lane open and you're in this long line of 18 wheelers with one lane open, nobody's working. <laughs> I'm driving along looking. I mean, I'm inching along looking. I'm stopped looking. And I'm over there looking and there's no but there's no work going on. Every I, I had no idea why uh, I I want to know why it was closed because there was no work, nobody what was time doing was anything. It? Huh? What time was it? Uh about 2, 2, yeah, 2:30, 2 to, yeah. Yeah, it was between 2 and 2:30. Cuz it 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 usually takes me about 15 to 17 minutes to get here and it was uh it was an hour between 2 and 3. So I don't know. I have no idea, but it, it was shut down and nobody was working. There was no – there was. you know how they have those guys up putting those big things in the air so they can build a highway up above? There was nobody up there. There was nobody on the ground. It was empty. I mean, there's black. There was no lights on or nothing was going on, but they sure had it shut down. Okay, so let's dive into the news this morning, and you know how this works. As we go through the news stories, anything that you want to comment on, feel free at 210 599 Fifty-five two one zero five nine nine fifty-five fifty-five. You may have comments about some of this, all of this, or whatever. 210 5555 Feel free to either call or text that number, and uh, I'll read your comments if you text. Otherwise, I'd love to talk to you. 260,000 illegal immigrants crossed the southern border in September. 260,000. That is an all-time record. So far, this year... More than 2 million have crossed. That's an average of 10,000 a day. Now, let me just put that in perspective. Barack Obama's border czar, or really it was his director of Homeland Security, Jay Johnson. You remember him, Jay Johnson? He said over the weekend, a heavy, bad, heavy day for him is when he got to work, if his staff told him a 1,000 people had crossed, he said that was too much. Usually a couple of hundred. Usually. I'm talking about the entire border from Tijuana all the way to McAllen. A couple hundred a day. He said if it got to a 1,000 a day, he was not in a good mood. His staff knew he was not going to be in a good mood, and they knew to, to duck and run. We're doing over 10,000 a day. Over 10,000 a day, 260,000 a month. And may I just add one more thing to do this? That doesn't count the gotaways. That's only the ones that we actually encountered, that we actually had a conversation with, that actually turned themselves in for asylum. There are many, many, many thousand more that come in that never get encountered by our Border Patrol. The what, what we know happens is the cartels will bum-rush the ports of entry with many thousands at a time, occupying the time of the Border Patrol, the DPS, and everybody else. And while they're doing that, they are sneaking thousands through undetected in all points of entry, or not even points of entry, all along the border. They're coming in, and that's why I get calls from my rancher friends and videos. A rancher friend on Friday sent me more video from his place. And it it looks like, I don't know, a a marching parade in New York City after World War II with all these people just streaming in, mass of humanity in in a long line, just streaming in, streaming in, streaming in. And you see it everywhere. You see it everywhere you go. And here in San Antonio, see it all over the streets. All over the streets, you see the homeless problem, and, and to to the point now where they're like, well, we have to address the homeless problem in San Antonio. Address it at the freaking border. It's not, that's the problem. When you have a wide open border, you are importing 260,000 homeless people in the month of September alone. So far this fiscal year, 2 million homeless folks have been imported into the United States. Now, once you think about that just a second, 2 million homeless, they don't have a home. They don't have a job. They have no way of paying taxes to support our system or themselves, so they go on government assistance, costing the American taxpayer about $200 billion. That's right, you and me, about $200 billion because we're working and we're paying for them. They get more than $700 in cash every month, each of them. Each of them gets more than $700 a month in cash. Free cell phone, free health care, free food, all those kind of things are offered to all of them if they'll just come here. And free transportation because we're paying for that too. I told you about that last week. So a record-setting 260,000 came in in September alone. And guess what? Now that the weather is beginning to cool off a little bit, and this week we're going to have a big change in our weather, well, that means more will be coming. The government is going to stay open. A continuing resolution was passed over the weekend, no budget since the 1990s. Congress has one job and one job only, and that is to pass a budget. And they have not done that since the 1990s we are now more than 33 trillion dollars in debt and we are growing but the weekend was not without its own little weird uh, parts of it concerning this and stuff that was going on and i would like to ask a question and i will on the other side of the break why isn't socialist representative Jam- jamal, uh, jamal bowman why isn't he in prison in jail He is an insurrectionist. For January 6th, many, many, many were arrested and held without bond, without bail, without any chance to get out. Many of them have gone to prison for very long prison terms. A couple of them have received prison terms well over 20 years, and they weren't even there on January 6th. This guy, he's a representative in the House of Representatives. He's a socialist from New York. He attempted to, his name is Jamal Bowman.
1: How come they call him a squad member?
0: That's a good question. I don't know. That's what they've been calling him. But anyway, because he's, so, he's a socialist, I guess. But he is an insurrectionist. He was causing, he was attempting to cause an insurrection. And I'll tell you more about that coming up after the break. And Joe Biden's response to the weekend coming up. Trey Ware, KTSA. It's
1: both here for Latina San Antonio. They don't bark and they don't bite. They keep things loose. They keep things
0: alive. Allen at the moon. Everybody was <laughs> dancing in uh, the
1: moonlight. Dancing in the
0: moonlight. Harvest. 1971 <laughs> Everybody's stripping their clothes off, dancing around trees. <laughs> you thought the shaman up in Washington January 6th was odd. <laughs> Good morning. It's 520 at KTSA. Well, speaking of January 6th, Javal Bowman should be in jail right now. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, he should be arrested. He should have been arrested on Saturday. He should be uh, not released and uh, and held without bail and without bond immediately as an insurrectionist. He's a Democrat from new york he's a socialist representative in the house of representatives but that's not why he needs to be in jail he needs to be in jail right now for trying to obstruct the official business of government which is why the j6 people are in jail they have prison terms of over 20 years a couple of them have prison terms for over 20 years and they weren't even in washington on january 6th this man was there He is a single uh, insurrectionist. He tried to interrupt the business of the uh, United States government, which is exactly the charge that was leveled against the J6 people and against Donald Trump and why the J6 people are in jail right now. He ripped down signs of warning about an exit door, and then he pulled an alarm fire alarm. What happened on Saturday was the Republicans had a resolution put together to keep the government open. The Democrats, they are lusting for power, obviously, and they wanted to blame the Republicans for a government shutdown. They wanted the government to shut down so they could say, well, see, the Republicans are running Congress. They couldn't even get a spending bill together, and now we have a shutdown. So (laughs) Hakeem Jeffries the leader of the Democrats, he tried to stall first by relying on a rule that the speaker, uh, you know, the leader of a party can do. They can get up and they can speak for basically an unlimited amount of time. And Hakeem Jeffries attempted to do that, and then he attempted to call a uh, recess. That failed. That didn't. That didn't work. Several other members of the Democrat Party tried to call recesses and adjournments as well from the rostrum. That also didn't work. That failed. So then, knowing that they were having to to vote, they were going to have to vote on this to keep the government open. But the Democrats did not want to. They wanted to shut it down and blame Republicans for the for the government shutdown. Jamal Bowman goes out into the hallway. Rips the signs down that say, warning, emergency exit only. This door is on. And this is all on video, by the way. Just so you know, just like you saw the shaman walking through on January 6th, this is all on video, video evidence. That's why he needs to be in jail. He should have been arrested on Saturday. Ripped the signs down and pulled a fire alarm. His excuse was so lame-ass. Uh, I, 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 I thought that by pulling that that button, by pulling it, that that would open that door. And I was trying to get in there and through that door so I could cast my vote. That's why I pulled it. Let me tell you something. The man is a liar because he was a principal for years. I think like 10 years he was principal at school. God help those children, right? He was principal at school for like 10 years. And they had fire drills. Everybody knows when you see that fire alarm hanging on the wall, everybody knows what that means. I don't care if you're you're two months old, you're a little bitty child, you know what that means. And unless there's a fire, you don't touch it because you know what happened? They had to evacuate the building, which was his plan. He was trying to get Congress evacuated so there would be a delay and then the government would shut down. The police come. Now, those of you who are police officers, those of you in the fire department, you know what false alarms are because anytime you have to roll, there's danger, right? There's danger. So he endangered the lives of first responders by causing a false alarm, which, by the way, is a felony. It's a felony to cause a false alarm in that area. He broke any number of laws, including the attempt to interfere with with official government business, meaning the vote on the continuing resolution. Again, this is what needs to be stated very clearly and understood very clearly. He did the exact same thing, the exact same thing, but even worse, because he risked the lives of first responders. But he did the exact same thing with the intent of interrupting official business that the Democrats claim and locked up and jailed for more than 20 years the people who were there for January 6th. But let me tell you why he's not going to face any trouble. First of all, he's a black socialist Democrat. He won't be in trouble for what he did because the media will circle around him. The other Democrats, like AOC, have already circled around him. Hakeem Jeffries has already circled around him. You know, it was a moment of panic. We were going to have to vote on a resolution that we didn't agree with, said AOC. It, he was in he was in a panic mode because we were having to vote on a resolution that we didn't agree with. This is the new standard they're setting for this Congress. Not to mention you had a Connecticut uh, purple hair weirdo, Rosa DeLario. She's... She's like 900 years old. She wears really weird glasses and purple hair that's cut real short. She's just a weirdo. She got up and said, well, the opposing party to us, meaning the Republicans, put themselves a giant pay raise in there. The Republicans get a pay raise from this continuing resolution, which is absolutely not true. Okay. Democrats, socialists, they have no problem lying. And I mean out and out lying just to get, their, uh, just to get the power. To hold on to power. They will rob, steal, murder, whatever they got to do to hold on to power, they will do it. I'm totally convinced of that. 100% convinced of it. And why why on earth Jamal Bowman, B-O-W-M-A-N, Jamal Bowman, a socialist from New York, is not in jail. I just explained it to you. He's a black socialist Democrat. He is in a protected status. First of all, he's black. Second of all, he's a socialist. Third of all, he's a Democrat. That's hands-off. You do not mess with him. You leave him alone. But he should have been arrested immediately by Capitol Police, and he should still be there without bail. Rules are the rules. He broke the rules. He broke the law. He did at least what those who were there on January 6th did and more by interrupting, attempting to interrupt official business of the federal government, that the man should be locked away. And he should get more than 22 years because that's what they did to the January 6th folks. Back in a minute, Trey Ware, KTSA. America's Diamond offers our five years, 60 60- months. here, no one like me. Because you're special, that's why. I'm special. Yeah, you are. So <laughs> I got to some of your attention. Give it to me. Got brass in pocket at 535. Trey Ware KTSA right there is Elaine. over there is Don Cooper. And Don Morgan is way over there. 210-599-5555. <sighs> you know, we think a lot alike because we have been working together for so long, Elaine, you and I think on the same track a lot of times. A lot of times I can look at you and know what you're thinking. Ooh, sometimes it's not really good. There are other times I'm glad I can look at you and not know what you're thinking. You know what I mean? So we were thinking the exact same thing a minute ago when Don was doing the story about the border turning away coconuts because there's a rare moth that was in the coconuts, and I, I actually have I have friends like in the flower business, and this happens to them where there's a bug that gets in flowers that are coming out of Mexico, and it costs them literally thousands upon thousands of dollars to go through this process because they, well, they ransack their boxes and all this kind of stuff. But anyway, so Don's doing the story about how at the border they're stopping a load of coconuts because there's this weird moth in the coconuts, right? And I'm. I'm sitting there chuckling to myself, and Elaine sticks her head in my door and says, "Uh, are you listening to the news? I said, of course I am. And she said, so we're stopping coconuts because of moths while 10,000 illegal aliens are coming across the border, and we're not checking them at all for the anything. The need
1: their own NGO <laughs> so they can let them in. We're letting everybody
0: else in. Uh, think about this. Two we one need coconuts. <laughs> two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. So 260,000 illegal aliens came across the border one month, that's an all-time record in September. That's over 10,000 a day. That's over 2 million this fiscal year. Not one of them were checked for any disease. Not one of them. So they're bringing TB. We know that to be a fact. Ask, ask the people at the hospitals. They're bringing COVID. We know that to be a fact. Ask the people at the hospitals. They're bringing all kinds of diseases that we eradicated out of the country. And you can't bring coconuts in because... <laughs> they have a moth on them that may be troublesome so we stop in coconuts and letting 10,000 illegal aliens across the border every day does that not seem a little strange to you to when you think about
1: it maybe the moths some of them made it it. (laughs) in
0: well they might have
1: yeah illegal moth
0: crossing that's right so the ones that they stopped were the ones we knew of The other ones got in. They were the gotaways, the gotaway moths. Hey, John, you're on KTSA. Good morning.
1: Good morning. Back in the 50s, there was a song about the boll weevil. And the boll weevil said to the farmer, uh, farmer, I'd like to wish you well. And the the farmer said to the boll weevil, yeah, and I wish you was in hell. We got stopped at Texarkana going out of Texas into Arkansas. They, uh, to look for bo- uh, boll weevils. They set up a border check. Why can't we protect our borders now?
0: <laughs> it's stupid. John, thank you. It really is dumb what, what's happening right now. I mean, I like to point out the absurd like that so that people understand how absurd and how stupid our border policy is. And the song was by uh, Fats Domino, by the way. Thank you. John, Adam, you're on KTSA. Good morning.
1: Good morning, Trey. You know, Trey, the January 6th was really a setup. They knew something might happen yep. they purposely stood down nancy pelosi should have been charged you know uh, she was uh, actually the one in charge you know and when they had the one-sided witch hunt the circus the generate six committee they didn't talk to nancy pelosi they said nothing about the poor woman who was unarmed or who was shot uh, you know in the neck and killed you know i guess they thought they're making it sound like they tried to overthrow the government with uh, you know flag poles and bear spray and and when they compare it to 9-11 at Pearl harbor It's just so stupid and ridiculous, Trey.
0: 100 percent, Adam. Thank you for the call. As always, 210-599-5555. For those of you who just waking up at 530, he's referring to a story I did in the last half hour. Uh, Jamal Bowman, a Democrat socialist from New York, uh, is is scot-free after he attempted a January 6th insurrection over the weekend on Saturday as the House was attempting to vote on a continuing resolution to keep the government open. The Democrats wanted the government to shut down so they could blame the Republicans and Jamal. Bowman went over and pulled the fire alarm uh, to to empty out congress to get the fire department there and to delay the uh, continuing resolution vote which is interrupting impeding and halting the business of the government which is and adam is correct the setup of january 6th where you had many, many, many hundreds arrested on January 6th on false charges. They were falsely imprisoned. They were held without bail and without bond. They lost their families. They lost their jobs. Their civil rights were violated. Their constitutional rights were violated by the federal government. And then they were handed sentences, some of them sentences of 22 and 25 years In fact, some of them got 22 and 25 years that weren't even there on that day, but they, quote, inspired January 6th. Well, here you've got a guy, a Democrat socialist representative out of New York, who was trying to interfere with official government business by preventing a vote on the House floor by pulling the fire alarm, and he's scot-free. And he's scot-free because he's a Democrat, he's a socialist, and he's black. That's protected status right there in America. If he were a white conservative, the boy would be right. He would be locked up. He would be in a white conservative would be in jail right now. But he's a black Democrat socialist, so he's free to roam, and nothing is going to happen. You know, mealy mouth Kevin McCarthy, which is another story from the weekend. Well, I'm going to talk to Hakeem Jeffries because this is just such an embarrassment. What do you mean talk to Hakeem Jeffries? Talk to the head of Capitol Police and have that man arrested for impeding official government business. You're the Speaker of the House. Quit being such a wuss. Call the head of Capitol Police, wake his ass up right now, and haul him into jail right now. That's where he belongs. But, of course, it won't happen. Black, Democrat, Socialist. He's going to protect, he's got all three Protected classes in America today. He will not face anything for what he did.
1: I mean it says Hey Rob, go right, far you're far far
0: go far right far. ahead. You're on KTSA. Go right ahead, Rob. What's that? <clears throat> go ahead, Rob, you're on KTSA. What's up? Well apparently Rob is doing something else. two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. So the irony of this last half hour, we are stopping moths and coconuts at the border, but allowing illegal aliens to come in with TB and COVID. (laughs) But you can't get those coconuts in here, man, because it may have moth doo-doo on it. (laughs) Coconut might have some moth doo-doo on it. (laughs) America! America! In its waning days. Back in a minute, Trey Ware, KTSa. Hey, this is Dave Ramsey. Most people have a phobia. The News. You got the news. news Talk 550 KTSa and FM 1071. Kitty Davey. Put, Put the lime in the coconut. 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 Put the moth in the coconut. Somebody stop them, coconuts! All you illegals, come on! You coconuts are in the way of my illegals getting in. All, All you, you illegals, moths form uh, a, a
1: Straight line.
0: Yes. Can we get the moths to line up over here to the left? <laughs> and you illegals over here to the right. Now, if you're a young Chinese male, you go to the head of the line, okay? Because you've got a military base in the U.S. to get to, okay? The rest of you, is come on through when you can. You moths, you wait. You wait your turn over here, you moths. We
1: need to figure out what kind of NGO is going to come and pick you guys up.
0: That's right. We're going to have to get the coconut NGO.
1: What about the getaways? Right over here. The gotaways. The
0: coconuts. They're stopping coconuts. <laughs> now, now, look, you want to hear the, the – really, I love pointing out this whole ludicrous nature of our government, right? Here's another one for you. DeSoto, Kansas. They're going to start manufacturing, or they already are, but they're going to ramp it up. EV batteries. Now, just so you understand about EV, if you drive a Tesla, the entire bottom of the car is a battery. A lot of people think of batteries like those square things that go in a box in your car, and when it's trouble, you run to O'Reilly's, and you get a new one, and you change it. No, 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 no. These things are the size of the car. They're the heaviest and most expensive part of the car. Did you know that? These EV batteries. Okay. So it takes quite a lot to manufacture them. What they do is they strip mine, they're strip mining entire countries, which means they're destroying uh, forests, natural forests. They're destroying the land. They're just strip mining. And they're using slave labor in these countries to mine the materials like the nickel and the cadmium and all those things that they need to make electric vehicle batteries. So if you want an electric vehicle that's fine. You should be able to buy an electric vehicle if you want one, but don't buy one thinking you're saving the planet in some way. A lot of people, you see, I'm doing my part because I'm driving an electric vehicle. (laughs) No, you're not. You're not doing your part to save the planet. You're helping to destroy the planet. And they're figuring this out in DeSoto, Kansas. The plant that makes electric vehicle batteries in DeSoto, Kansas, the plant relies on a coal plant for its energy <laughs> the electric vehicle plant relies on a coal burning plant and it's not sufficient enough to run the the the, the manufacturing facility the factory of the electronic batteries so they're expanding the coal plant <laughs> they have to make they have to double or more than double the size of the coal plant in Desoto Kansas They're going to be burning more coal (laughs) in order to make electric vehicle batteries in DeSoto, Kansas. (laughs) Gavin Newsom has decided who's going to replace Dianne Feinstein. And she's a black lesbian. Does she wear the glitter on her eyelids, too? Do we know? <laughs> like the other black no ladies? frosted lids. <laughs> frosted lids. Lafonza Butler. Lafonza <laughs> Butler will be the only black woman of the U.S. Senate. She leads a political organization that backs female candidates who support abortion rights beyond birth. Also a former advisor to Kamala Harris. Served as a labor leader in the SEIU. Oh, God. She's never held elected office before. She's the first openly LGBTQ2A plus transgender person. (laughs) I don't know if she's transgender. I think she's just a black lesbian. To represent California in the chamber. Now, they were trying to get Barbara Lee in there. She's campaigning. And, of course, we know that Adam Schiff is campaigning. Another name that came up who may toss her hat in the ring, the Duchess of Sussex, Meghan Markle. (laughs) Her name, she was on the short list to be senator, and Gavin Newsom instead chose black lesbian LaFonda Butler based on the fact that she's a black lesbian. Not that she knows anything about being in the Senate or governing or anything like that. This is where we are today. It's identity politics. It's racist at its core because you are deciding on people based on their skin color, not content of their character, or their ability to do the job. She's a black lesbian, so she gets the job. That's it. Those are her qualifications. Moths and coconuts at the border, expanding coal plants to make electric vehicle batteries. And you get to be a senator just because the only qualification and the only stipulation that he ever put on that seat. You had to be a black female. The lesbian's a bonus. Black lesbian. But he did say, if anything happened to Diane Feinstein, he said this years ago, I will appoint a black female as no who cares about qualifications ability to do the job you got to be a black female but the fact that she's a black lesbian now that adds to that's a bonus by the way diane feinstein was loaded wow and now her kids are fighting there's a family war diane feinstein had a 102 million dollar property portfolio 62 million dollar private jet used now i gotta tell you i know something about private jets 62 million used is a that's an incredible jet that is amazing if you buy one that's you know even below 10 million you got a nice you got a nice ride you get up in the 30s you know those Bombardiers and stuff like that Oh man those who and lear jets you get to you know 32 34 million that's amazing you get to 62 million used you got yourself an incredible ride. That's like a $150 million jet. She also had an Italianite mansion, stunning views of San Francisco Bay. That mansion is worth 21000000 million. Let's see, she's got a Washington, D.C. mansion worth $7.4 a $5 million Hawaii duplex, a $7.5 beach house in Marin County, California, $62 million Gulfstream jet I was just talking about, and then she sold two homes in recent years on Aspen Ranch at $25 million and a Lake Tahoe compound for $36 million, And she had about $70 million in cash in the bank. And today we are told that the kiddos are fighting like crazy, screaming at each other.
1: She doesn't just have one daughter?
0: Oh, no, because she got married and she got all these all involved. They're all together, you know, so they're all fighting now and it's all, you know. You know how they get. Knives come out when mama dies, and boy, I gotta get that hundred and twenty million dollar state. All right, we'll take a quick break. Coming back on the other side at six oh five. Why isn't Jamal Bowman in jail? That's exactly where he should be. And I'll take your calls to at six oh five. Trey Ware, KTSA. What I know about courage, I learned from... Come on! Good morning! Mm. It is 6.07 and it's Monday, it's October 2nd. Man, can you believe it's October? You do realize that Christmas all that stuff thanksgiving is gonna be here like that quick and back here in a couple of weeks october 13th which is a friday friday the 13th (laughs) is the jimenez radiothon right here in our uh, in our alamo lounge looking forward to helping out the folks at jimenez again so they can feed folks here in san antonio on thanksgiving more details coming up for you here on uh, ktsa so hey what a fun weekend it was wasn't it the government's going to stay open now because, once again, they came up with a continuing resolution. That resolution expires the week of Thanksgiving. <laughs> okay. Have you figured out yet you're being played? Okay, they have not. Congress has not done a budget since the 1990s. They do these continuing resolutions, and they do an ominous bill. Instead of voting on each item, you know, breaking it out, let's vote on this, let's debate that, Let's should we be spending money on this, they put it all together, right, and then they vote up or down on what's called an omnibus where they throw everything in there at one time. So they don't debate. They don't look at the individual expenditures. They don't debate the individual individual expenditures. So you are on the hook for $33 trillion in debt and growing every day. And boy, what fun they had this weekend up in D.C. while they were dealing with this. First of all... First of all, they had Jamal Bowman, who is a Democrat socialist and happens to be a black man from New York. As the Democrats were attempting to stall this and force us into a government shutdown so they could blame Republicans for a government shutdown, they tried every tactic in the book. They pulled every stunt they could pull on Saturday trying to stall it, trying to impede the official business of the government, which is taking a vote on a continuing resolution. When all else failed, everything, every vote, everything that they tried, every measure, every trick that the Democrats were trying to shut the government down on Saturday, when everything else failed, Jamal Bowman went out in the hallway and pulled the fire alarm. And he destroyed, destroyed these signs that said this is an emergency exit only. He took those down and threw them away. And pulled the fire alarm. It's all on video. He's caught on video. And you know what? He's a free man. He's not. He has not been arrested. He is not being held without bond, as the J6 guys were in that complete setup that we call J6. They were held without bond for a couple of years. Now they are being sentenced to many dozens of years behind bars. In fact, a couple of guys that weren't even there on January six got 22 and 25 years in prison. And they weren't even there. This guy pulls an alarm in an attempt to impede official business, which is why those J-6 guys went to prison for multiple years. Their sentences, they were impeding official government business, trying to impede government business. That's what Jamal Bowman did. And guess what? He wasn't even arrested, much less charged. Why? He's a Democrat, number one. Number two, he's a socialist. And number three, he's a black man. If he was a conservative Republican white man, you know he'd be in jail right now. And you know it. And I know it. And that's the state of politics in America today. If he was a white conservative male, they would have locked him up and tossed the key away. Now. Matt Gates from Florida says he is going to move to oust Mc, uh, McCarthy as Speaker this week. He was all over the TV this weekend saying he's going to do a, a, a motion to vacate the Speaker this week. And he said at the end of the week, if McCarthy is still the Speaker of the House, then the Democrats own him. That's because the Democrats saved him. Matt Gates is making a big move on McCarthy. Now, what McCarthy's folks are saying, now this is the Rhino Republicans, they're saying that a report is about to come out on Matt Gates, and an ethics report on Matt Gates is, is about to come out, and this is a preemptive strike that Matt Gates is moving against Kevin McCarthy, trying to get rid of McCarthy before the ethics violations are revealed against Matt Gates. Isn't Washington such a wonderful place? All these great things are happening up there right now. Meanwhile, you and I get to pay the bill as our bills continue to go up. Post debate poll from last week an eight point swing toward Donald Trump. (laughs) He wasn't even at the debate. (laughs) This is so great. Morning consult. I mean, you can arrest the guy, you can charge the guy, you can indict the guy, you can do whatever you want to to the guy. And he doesn't even have to go to the debates, and his poll numbers continue to go up. Uh, He had, before the debate last week, he had 58% support in Morning Consult's poll. After the debate, he's up to 63%. DeSantis fell three points in the poll, so now Trump holds a 51-point lead over DeSantis after the debate of last week. So he didn't even go to the, the, the debate, and his polling numbers shot up again. And he was in Los Angeles over the weekend on Friday. Made a surprise stop at Carvel Ice Cream Shop. Delivered a speech at the California GOP Fall Convention in Anaheim. Then stopped at Carville Ice Cream. Who wants ice cream? Everybody here gets ice cream. <laughs> and he's buying ice cream for everybody. The crowd was cheering loudly, just out of their minds, crazy about him, saying, we love you, Trump, USA. And he said, who wants Carville? He said, uh, one, one guy said, Donald Trump bought me ice cream. Joe Biden gave me $6 gas. Don, let's play cut number one here going into the break. This is Joe Biden's comments over the weekend after the continuing resolution uh, passed and the fight broke out between Matt Gates and Kevin McCarthy. And here's what Joe Biden had to say about it. I
1: hope this experience for the speaker has been one of a personal revelation. I'm not being facetious. I, uh, um, anyway.
0: Is he okay? I mean, he was staring blankly out into space. Anyway, I'm not being facetious.
1: I'm not being facetious.
0: Yeah, I know. We, I, uh, you would, um, you would. Anyway, yeah, okay. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Let me get a word for Amogee Bank. If you're looking for a bank for your family, and I was just watching a story on investing right now, and I got to tell you, there's great opportunity if you get with the right banker and in investing right now your money to protect your money and grow your money. Amogee Bank will show you how to grow your money. They know exactly the principles that can be put into place. Right now, while we have the interest rates that we have, while we have the economy that we have, to be able to invest and grow your money. And they'll show you how to get that done at Amity Bank. You see, when it comes to families, nobody cares more about families and does Amogee Bank. They focus on that every day. Family banking practices all day, and that includes family-run businesses, which is so, you know, it's it's rewarding to be in a business with with family members, but it's also got its challenging moments. And Amogee understands that environment, but they also understand the business environment and can help your family-run business be a success. Whether you're starting one or you have an established one, Amogee is there with more than $12 billion in assets. They're strong firm, solid and ready to back your family run business with great business advice but also the funding that you need. Get it funded right, the right way with AmaG Bank, Amegy N.A., member FDIC equal housing lender. Partly sunny today about 94 for the high and rain later on this week. We've got a front coming through on Thursday and this weekend is going to be phenomenal. I'll tell you more about that coming up. 73 right now at KTSA.
1: Good morning. We did clear that. Trip. Can't walk you here, no. Where you come from, this side is swinging,
0: or everybody here is someone. Oh, yeah. Grab it it's up. Uh, 620 now, KTSA, 210-599-5555. There's Elaine, there's Don. The other Don is way over there. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Two one zero five nine nine fifty-five fifty-five. By the way, get ready. The World Economic Forum who have been fighting so hard. That's that class swab stuff, Great Reset and all that. They've been fighting so hard for world control. They want to – that's one of the reasons they're working so hard at at, at uh, demoting the United States and making us just one among many other nations. That's what Ukraine, the Ukraine war is about, emptying us, emptying us of our military might and power, and then, of course, destroying our economy, bringing in a bunch of homeless and sick people into our country – lowering the standard of living here in the United States, making us just one of, of, of all the other uh, sucky nations on the planet. <laughs> and then they can control the entire world through the world economic form. Whether you believe it or not, it's true. Okay, I'm just telling you that's exactly what they're working for. And they have tried really any number of ways to scare enough people to um, – Relinquish power, independence, and power and freedom to a centralized government. Number one thing that they have been trying now for decades, which is false and it's made up, has been climate control, right? Or climate change, right? Climate change means that we need a world tax and we need a world government to decide. Well, as an example, in France, check it out. They just did a new uh, poll in France, Consumer Science and Analytics. Should the movement of people be restricted for climate change? 60% of 18 to 24-year-olds say that you should only be allowed to fly in an aeroplane four times in your entire life. This is in Paris, in France. And guess what? They're talking about bringing this up in the United States. Support for air travel restrictions far higher among younger age groups. Limiting car travel and banning plastic straws and other plastics. Also, some of the climate change nonsense. So, World Economic Forum's been using climate change to try to seize power and control over all nations on planet Earth. Well, they're doing a pretty good job of it here in the United States because Joe Biden has completely capitulated by now You probably know over the past several months they have all these new standards for a wide variety of appliances like gas stoves and clothes washers and refrigerators and air conditioners. And if you don't have the ones that are approved by government, you're going to have to retrofit. In other words, take out the ones you have now and put the new ones in the Department of Energy says that you can have. And now on Friday afternoon, when everybody was checking out for the weekend, they came up with a brand new one that they're going after, and it's the gas furnace. If you have a gas furnace to keep you warm during the winter months, which you also know with a gas furnace, it's much less expensive to own and operate a gas furnace, right? Well, now Joe Biden's administration capitulating to the globalists, you're going to have to take out about about 60% of the residential gas, gas furnaces in America, about 60% of them, will have to be changed out with the new rules that they're coming out with, about 60%. They are now moving forward with rules on more appla- dozens of more appliances, including pool pumps, battery chargers, ceiling fans, and dehumidifiers. So that list continues to grow. We're at gas furnaces, refrigerators, clothes washers, gas stoves, air conditioners, Soon to come, you'll have to change out pool pumps, battery chargers, ceiling fans, dehumidifiers, all that. If you own any of those now, you'll have to get rid of them and buy a new government-approved one. Has nothing to do with climate. Has nothing to do with an actual climate change. All this is is power and control. That's all it is. It's more power that they're taking away from you to make independent. Just like the electric vehicle thing. I have nothing against electric vehicles. If you want to own one, own one. The problem is the government on edict from the World Economic Forum is now making you buy an electric vehicle, making it impossible for you to buy or use your gas vehicle. $10 a gallon in California, and that's going to that's gonna move eastward. You're going to get that kind of gas price all across the country, and that uh, disincentivizes people from driving a gas or a diesel vehicle. That's the plan. That's what they're doing. Now. Another thing they announced over the weekend, the World Economic Forum, they said, you know, we tried COVID and we totally screwed up COVID. We thought we were going to be able to g- gain more power and control by having the COVID thing. And people said, no, I'm I'm free. And in fact, new polling out from the Kaiser Family Foundation this morning shows that over 50%, 52% of Americans say, no, I'm not going to take the new COVID vaccine. I'm just not going to do it. Now, when you get to Democrats, over 70% of Democrats say they're going to take the new vaccine. Only 24% of Republicans. But in total, 52% of Americans say they're not going to take the new COVID vaccine. And so the World Economic Forum says we screwed up on COVID. We haven't been able to make a dent on climate change. So get ready. Here's their new thing. You ready? Get ready to start hearing about a water crisis, how we have limited water supplies, and that the government needs to take over all water and, you know, portion it out to have a, a water scarcity in America, and a, a basically across the globe, but, you know, who cares about what they're doing to other countries in America. And you will get only a certain, they're going to start rationing water. Water rationing is the new thing that they're going after. And you talk about getting people's attention because, you know, if you're six years old, you understand how important it is to have water. You're playing peewee football and you want to drink water real fast. Well, Mm -hmm. water is life. And so the World Economic Forum is now beginning their assault on water supplies around the globe, creating another crisis, and they're creating these crises so that they can take more power. Climate change created crisis. COVID, they certainly created that in a lab in Wuhan. Created crisis. And the next one is going to be Water Scarcity. Watch what I'm telling you. I promise you that's coming. All right, 627-210-599-5555, 210-599-5555. Coming up at 635, a beer is breaking all records, and it's not Bud Light. It's not Light. It's not Modelo. You're going to be surprised to find out which beer is selling faster than just about any other beer on the market. Another horrific attack over in San Francisco in the Bay Area. I've got details about that. And a pastor kicked out of a school board meeting for reading a book. What well, was in the book? I'll tell you that coming up at 635 this morning here on KTSA. Meanwhile, let me tell you about Hicks Carpet One. The great Hicks family, if you've uh, been around San Antonio any length of time, you know that they are the leading family, the leading company in all types of flooring. In fact, heck, the Hicks family have been the flooring uh, experts around here since 1935. That means five generations of the Hicks family serving you. And they serve you with the beautiful guarantee, which means if you don't like your Carpet One flooring for any reason, then Hicks is going to replace it absolutely free. So you have the peace of mind knowing that whatever your decision was, for any reason, if you don't like it once it's in, they're going to replace it absolutely free. Now, Hicks has the largest and best selection of flooring in San Antonio. No doubt about it. They have the highest quality and the best choices in hardwood flooring, if that's what you're looking for. Same is true with carpet and laminate and tile and, of course, luxury vinyl plank. I love this flooring. I have it in my house. It's so popular these days. It's got the look and the feel of hardwood, but it's scratch-resistant. It's waterproof. It's so easy to maintain, and it's pet-friendly, and it's so durable as well. And Hicks, you never have any surprise pricing either. I I hope you'll check them out online today. There's so many reasons to do business with Hicks Carpet One. If you're looking for flooring of any kind, Get in touch with Hicks Carpet 1 at HicksCarpet1.com. Hi, Danny Bose here from Southwest Metal Roofing Systems. 1071. Alexa, you so smart. In a room.
1: smell a wine cheap Best
0: rock and roll voice Before ever.
1: Smile, they can
0: share the night. It goes
1: on and Steve all Perry all and
0: Journey. And Get it, some. Yeah. I saw this tour in the San Antonio Convention Center Arena. Brian Adams opened for him in 1983 with this song and this tour. What a great show that was! A 6:37 out Trey Ware KTSa two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. The name of the beer is Ultra Right. Ultra Right, and they are breaking sales records with the Trump beer. Ultra right was started after the whole Bud Light thing. And it took off, and it was selling like crazy. And, boy, now they've just really busted the doors wide open with it over the weekend. Why? Why? Because now they're offering a limited edition beer can. Trump's mug shot. Trump's mug beer. (laughs) I love it. And, man, they're selling millions and millions and millions of dollars. And they just released it, I think it was on Friday, and over the weekend, they just blew the doors off now with this. It's the historic mugshot of President Trump on the can, and people can't buy enough of Ultra, right? You can get it online. San Francisco is out of control. What's happening in San Francisco is coming here because we are San Frantonio. The horrific moment a store clerk was set on fire. This homeless dude, and by the way, last month alone we imported 260,000 homeless people. We are importing 10,000 homeless people a day. And in San Francisco Bay, a store clerk was set on fire by a homeless serial shoplifter, whom he was trying to stop from stealing out of his store again. The homeless guy, as the story goes from the media, took some lighter fluid off the shelf, sprayed it all over the store clerk, and lit him on fire inside the store. A friend of his who was working in the store with him came to his aid with a baseball bat, and the homeless guy got away. Just so you'll know, The county's district attorney is Diana Becton. She's a progressive whose 2022 election campaign was funded by George Soros. I didn't even have to say that, did I? You knew that. $1 million is what George Soros gave her. Crime has surged in the county with burglaries rising by a third. Car car thefts are up by a fifth. And rapes are up 7.5%. Why? Why? Because she lets them go and blames the cops. She lets them go and blames the cops. She let- Oh, this sounds familiar, doesn't it? A DA backed by George Soros who lets the bad guys go and blames the cops? Sounds familiar, doesn't it? There's no reason to think that San Antonio and Bear County is not going to end up in the same shape. By importing 10,000, more than 10,000 homeless people every day, Homeless people got to eat, says AOC. They got to eat, so what's the problem with them breaking into a store and lighting the convenience store worker on fire to steal? In neighboring Alameda County, that includes Oakland, huge spikes in crime. D.A. Pamela Price. Oh, Pamela Price, Alameda County, backed by George Soros. Let the bad guys go and blame the cops. Oh, and across the Bay Bridge in San Francisco, ultra-progressive DA Chessa Bowden booted from office last year by voters because, well, because she was put into office by George Soros, letting the bad guys go and blaming the cops. You got a guy here in Bear County does the exact same thing. Put into office by George Soros, lets the bad guys go, and blames the cops. His name is Let Him Go Joe. So there's no reason to believe that San Frantonio is going to be any different than San Francisco because the same policies are being enacted in Bear County as are being a- enacted in San Francisco. Welcome to the reality of San Antonio. You now have an exponential rise in homeless people because you're bringing in 10,000-plus homeless people every day. 260,000 homeless people brought in to the United States in September alone, an all-time record. Pastor John Aminchukul booted from a school board meeting for reading lines from a book that is on the recommended reading list for kiddos, The book, it's called Flamer by Mike Curado. You see, it, it, the character in the book is a Catholic who is now struggling with his Catholicism because he now likes boys. And he's trying to figure out how to be a Catholic and like boys at the same time. <laughs> well, you actually have to go to work. But anyway, that's another matter altogether. He decided, the pastor, John Amenchukwu decided to take the, the, the book and read it to the district, to the, to the people on the school board. Just one of the lines, and, and this is offensive enough, but it's the only one that I could possibly read out of this book because it's full of offensive lines. Who wants my hot wiener? That's it. Who wants my hot wiener?
1: And, you know, they have an out-for-safe school list, and they have that book out for grades 9 through 12.
0: 9 through 12. Who wants my hot wiener? That's in the book. But that's the soft one. That's the soft R. The rest of it, I won't even read. (laughs) And here we go. The pastor reading that from or at the school board meeting got kicked out of the school board meeting, physically removed. That book, Flamer, Who Wants My Hot Wiener, can be, can be read and is recommended reading for kids in the classroom. But if you read it to the school board, they freak out, they scream, they gnash their teeth, they cut off the microphone, and they arrest the pastor who read it. This is what they're doing to kids in schools. And if you think it's only where this pastor is, you're crazy. I have been saying for a long time, find out what they're doing with your kids in these school districts around here because I promise you, you'll find stuff like that around here too. 210-599-5555, Lifestyles Unlimited, FinancialFreedomLivestream.com. That's FinancialFreedomLivestream.com. That's where you learn how to invest in real estate. No, you don't have to go to any special meetings. This is not multi-level marketing, no, none of that stuff. Yeah, you can go to the meetings if you want, and I encourage that because you're going to meet some really cool people who are going to help help you in your real estate business. But if you prefer to do it online, you can do that. That's what Nancy and I did. Took us a Saturday and a Sunday, and it was some of the best watching that we've ever done because we understand now the ins and outs of investing in real estate and how to get your business started and then how to move that business ahead, how to identify the right homes for you, the right properties for you. might not be homes. It might be multifamily stuff like apartment buildings. And then how to finance those and then how to fix them up. And They even have a list of people who can help you do that, like contractors and stuff. And then how to sell them and roll the profits of that sale into the next purchase of real estate or purchases of real estate, building your real estate empire to the point where you can retire in five years or less. I've got friends on radio who retired in two and a half to three years. Now, they work the program, so I'm not trying to tell you what your results are going to be. What I am saying, though, is that that's available to you. You have the opportunity to do really well financially for yourself and for your family for the long haul with your friends at lifestyles unlimited. Simply log on to the website. Be sure you use my name when you do because they have incredible discounts to their membership if you just use my name. That's financialfreedomlivestream.com promo code where, WARE. Keep your car running cool with BG. <laughs> don't ask me. I don't know how a black bear makes it to Uvalde. That's something you find in the in the mountains of Colorado. Uvalde, a black bear? What? Maybe he came in on the train. Well, or I'm thinking he came across the border. <laughs> on a train. <laughs> That's <right. laughs> We're going to stop your coconuts, but a black bear, come on in. Seriously, I got that story coming up after uh, 7 this morning, uh, stopping your coconuts. But if you want to come on in and bring TB and COVID and all these other diseases and crime, come on in. But we're going to make sure your coconuts don't come in. Well many of us are looking at retirement right and many of us have been working and saving and investing for retirement but every time you get the monthly inflation numbers you you surely look at this and say my retirement nest egg is being destroyed when joe biden took office the economy was growing at a one and a half trillion dollar annualized rate and recovering from COVID an average half million jobs a month and inflation was 1.4%. That is much lower than the Fed's 2% target. But here we are, 18 months later, and Biden has run up inflation to 40-year highs, prices rising a single month as fast as they increased the entire year when Donald Trump was president. This is why Donald Trump's numbers continue to grow, and this is why the Democrats are arresting him, attacking his business, you know, persecute, prosecute, assassinate, right? Simultaneously, the economy contracted for two consecutive quarters under Joe Biden. That's what we used to call a recession. And now we have inflation reaccelerating, economic growth, that just anemic at best. The labor market still missing between four and a half and five and a half million workers. They haven't come back after COVID. So employment is far below its pre-pandemic trend. And accounting for all these absent workers has an unemployment rate that's more than 6%. And then, of course, with persistent inflation, those who are hoping to retire don't have a chance at that right now. If you're a prospective retiree, let's say you're going to leave work with a million dollars in savings and investments. Well, you've got a 17% rise in prices. That means you need an extra $170,000 to have the same real value of your, of your million-dollar nest egg. And that assumes that inflation is going to return to the low pre-Biden level, which not going to happen because they continue to spend money, borrow money, creating, of course, money out of thin air. So higher inflation is eating away at retirement savings far faster. So you've got to have more money. And so just in the unlikely scenario that government spending comes back down and you've got inflation go back to 2%, which not going to happen anytime soon, you're still going to have to have that hundred and seventy thousand dollars on top of your million just to retire. So you got to cut back on the quality of life. The median annual income of those fifty-five to sixty-four is less than sixty-two thousand dollars. So if you're looking at retiring, you got to save thirty-one thousand dollars a year, half your income. You got need You're going to need other five years of work. That's where you're, That's where you are right now. I know that's a lot of facts and figures and numbers. But that's where we are right now. The reality is it's harder now in this economy created by this administration and what they're doing to retire than it was a mere 18 months ago. Carl Eggers, creating com, joining me on the Stevens Roofing Newsmaker Hotline. All of that, Carl, is just facts and figures to say it is a tough slog right now for people to retire.
1: Yeah, I mean, we had uh, mortgage rates. They're pushing eight percent, and you know something that I've been seeing people do the last few years. And look, I'm not a proponent for taking on debt. What I am a proponent of is having cash in your pocket. And what I saw the last few years was people clamoring to pay off homes because they were like, "We got to get debt free. I got to get rid of that bill." And they were paying off two and a half to three percent debt. And now with these rising costs that you're talking about. Guess what the same people are doing? They're saying, where do I get that money? And guess what? They're trying to get it from the equity in their home. You can't do it at 8% now. No. And so now the money's trapped in their home. And so either either you sell the home and downsize because you probably don't want to refinance at that high amount, or you delay your retirement, as you said, or you work more. I mean, it's it, it is a tough situation. And unfortunately, I don't think we're going to have the home equity tailwind that we had the last you know, decade with low interest rates, you could just sit there and use your house as a piggy bank, and a lot of people did. And then when they had the money, they would say, hey, things are so good, I'm just going to start paying off my house, and that's when it got trapped in there.
0: Well, and I now, think, too, Carl, a 17% area. increase in cost is lowballing too, because the cost of energy is going up even more now uh analysts that i've talked to in the past three weeks have said don't be surprised at 150 dollars a barrel of oil there are no more reserves that we can buy down the price anymore of oil and so here we sit looking at 150 dollars a barrel that's easily an eight dollar an average gasoline price at the pump which drives the price of eggs and milk and everything else because it's all based on the on the price of gasoline and diesel
1: so I went to a uh, fundraiser the other night. Probably about 600 people there in San Antonio. The one table that kept raising their paddle, beating on everything in sight—hunting trips, fishing trips, you name it—ten, twenty thousand dollars. They're all oil people. Right. They're doing very well right now. Those people are not expecting oil to crash anytime soon. Oh no. So I think you're right. I think hundred dollars is inevitable. And again, it's another tax in addition to all the other taxes that all the- and our listeners are dealing with
0: the bottom line is retirees now are those who are looking to retire anytime soon. This economy has added on average another seven years of work in order to be able to retire at the same level. Now they can cut all their expenses and they can really go down to you know beans and weenies and sitting on a, a card table. Uh, and and be able to make it, be able to squeak by. But if they want to retire at the level that they thought they were going to retire at, based on that million dollars that they had put aside, it's an average of six or seven years of more labor in order to to make up that ground at current savings rates. Plus, you've got uh, credit cards maxed out at a trillion dollars, over a trillion dollars in credit card debt for the first time in history, and at twenty two percent, that's not going to be paid down anytime soon.
1: No, we're seeing we're seeing credit card balances going up. In addition, we're seeing. Mm-hmm. I think I saw a stat that we have twenty three percent more bankruptcies of yes, U.S. businesses right. this year than last year. So this stuff is 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 ever evolving as we've talked about. It is it is getting tougher. So people have to continue. Our listeners have to continue to equip themselves by saving and investing properly. It's not going to be the casino of the past. You know, five years with low interest rates where you could just speculate on anything you look yeah. up and it just goes up yeah. in value. Those, right. those days may be behind us.
0: Good touch with Carl Eggers at Creating dot com. Coming up at seven oh five, where in Ryman, we're gonna talk about the illegal immigrants that are flowing across the border and now adding on average two hundred and sixty thousand homeless folks every month. That's coming up at seven oh five KTSA.
1: but the house is still uncomfortable.